Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you might be listening to this. This is the Buzzpucks Podcast. Hi, Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here to talk about some hockey games, finally. It's back. Oh, it's back with a vengeance. And uh, there were some really odd uh, games that happened. Oh, they were I great. I feel like there's a few games where you have to sit back and go, huh, Couple... that, that's a weird turn of events in that game. I mean, yes, and there's some... Other games where you look at, at and it's just like, man, last year was kind of a fluke. Eh, not well, not exactly, but there's it some depends. Ex, it, there's some explanations for last year. Well, let's not jump to any ma- major uh, um, conclusions. Th- at, at most, three games into the season for these teams. Oh, so, it's so early. Um, I, I've seen people on Twitter. Well, just because I'm on Penguins Twitter, and they did fine this week. But yeah. there's a couple of people that are like, I don't know about this bottom six. I'm like, it's been three games. It's been three anyway, games. Anyway, before that, we have a little bit of news to talk about. Yes. But before that, Clay, what are we drinking? We are drinking Montauk Brewery uh, out of Montauk, New York. We're drinking their Wave Chaser IPA. I've had this before. I have only saw this like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's yummy. Mm. I like it. It's okay. It's an IPA. It is, yeah. yeah. But it's one of those IPAs where like I can taste the hops. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I could drink it. Don't get me wrong. I, I will say when you were um, when you were setting these on the table when you first got here, I was really thrown off because these cans kind of look like seltzer cans oh. because they're just like white and purple. Yes, yes. And yes, I was like, fair. did you bring us? I mean, if you if we want to drink a seltzer, I don't care, but. That doesn't seem like something we would do. Clay, no. I just want everybody to know Clay is still masked up from being sick, uh, uh-huh. so he's going to drink his beer through a straw. Like a real man. <laughs> so funny. And I used, I, I swapped the tab that's over. Smart. Yeah, that's smart. So I stick my straw through the tab, and it stays where it needs to stay. And foam is coming out the straw. <laughs> and I will be dishwashing that straw afterwards. <laughs> But you're staying safe. That's right. That's right, I am. So like they say in the hockey world, let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. All right. So we had a few signings uh, that happened this past week. Um, Columbus, let's start with a small one. Columbus signed Justin Danforth to a one-year, $1.1 million extension. They like what they saw. They like what they saw. They gave him a little bit of a raise. Um, Colorado has clearly liked what they saw in uh, Devon Taves. I'm still not clear if it's Devin or Devon. Um, but they signed him to a seven-year, $7.25 million extension. That's a good deal. I think that's a pretty good deal because he is clearly he's shown. He's so good. <laughs> he's very good. He's very good as Kel McCarr's partner mm-hmm. as well. So I think that locks up both of them through the same amount of time because I believe they signed McCarr to an eight-year contract. Yep. That started la- this year or last year? I think this year. So... They're both signed until pretty much the same time. Right. Um, uh, Taze is a little older, but he has played very well with Makar and very well overall. So. Right. Uh, speaking of defensive signings that are seven years long, Buffalo signed yes. Owen Power. Yes, they did. To a seven-year, $8.35 million contract. They really locked up their court. Now, I might say that's a little rich because he's barely played in the NHL, but this is one... he played fine last year. This is a contract that they're going to pay him for what he... They're paying it forward. Yes. Which is kind of what they did with uh, Tage Thompson, too. Mm -hmm. And that worked out. And that has worked out uh, very, very well. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. 
so it they locked up their young core it should work out in their favor yeah uh, a bunch like, caps going up caps going up so you got Darlene, thompson cousins power for the next seven years mm-hmm. at pretty pretty solid deals i mean cousins and thompson are at 14 million together yeah then Darlene's at 11 11 after this year 11 so that's another so that's 20 it's 25 so they got those four guys for 30 million yeah yeah and i mean that is a lot of cap but theoretically in a few years 35 million. the cap might be close to 100 million at right. that point so and these guys are as long as projections keep going the way that they're going and these guys are supposed to be your star players so yeah yeah that's yeah. really good I think it's smart. It's shrewd mm-hmm. business by Buffalo, and it's God willing good to finally see shrewd maybe business Buffalo is finally gonna become the team everybody wants them to become. Right. And I will laugh my ass off if the Sabers win a championship before the Bills. That'd well, they're owned by the they're owned by the same team, but that'd be amazing. Or they're I, owned by the same. I want fa- that family, so bad. But, uh, I want that so bad now. I want, or I'd be okay if it happened in the same year too. Because that, that happened. That's, that's happened for Pittsburgh a couple of times that's, in Boston. That's true, but the Bills have some very glaring holes, unfortunately. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have to talk about football. I know. We're not I know exactly to. what you're talking. I watched their game yesterday. I didn't, but it was a. Uh, it was something. Yeah, it was something. It was something. Uh, Fourteen to nine, I think, was the end score of that game, mm-hmm. where they almost lost to the Giants, and they who are terrible and they were helped by the referees again so were the browns uh look again this isn't because this this refereeing can encompass all sports speaking of well glad that went off to remind me to turn my phone off um refs are just really bad in sports yeah no just in general it's not that there's a conspiracy no they're not i think they're no i think they're just I think they're just incompetent. Except in the NBA where there actually was. Um, oh, yeah, several years ago. I, I remember yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I think they're just incompetent. I think, I think the NFL, the NHL, and the umpires in the MLB. And I think, soccer. Like, and soccer. It's just, I think they're all just really bad at their jobs. And I think it might have to do with them. Um, uh, these guys have jobs outside of refereeing. Some of them do. Some of them do not. Yeah. Um, but also, just like... I don't know. They're just <laughs> Fire the refs if they're bad. <laughs> we Eventually, also, you'll get good ones. We right? also have the benefit of um, Oh, it's I, I'm sure it's very hard. I'm sure it's a oh. very hard job. I understand that. I will give them some benefit of the doubt. But there's sometimes, especially in football, where it really seems they're trying to help one team over the Yeah, other. exactly. <laughs> With, like, specific calls. The Browns, the Browns 49er game, that's just incompetence. <sighs> that was That really was just incompetence. Really. <laughs> that roughing the pass. This isn't a football. This is not a football podcast, Clay. The, the, the roughing the passer call. The fumble. The intentional grounding that was a fumble. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> they helped both teams. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep our injuries that happened this week uh, because there is unfortunately a few. Are you done with news? You got more news. I do have a little bit more okay. news. Um, uh, but this is an injury that goes back to last season. Oh, yeah. uh, Carolina still does not have Svechnikov. No, they do not. Um, and I it don't, shows. I have not seen a timetable for when he might be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to mention they are still without Svechnikov. 
Uh, speaking of Carolina, they traded Caleb Jones to Colorado for Callahan Burke, who is a AHL forward. But that's a pretty sweet name. That is a great name. Callahan Burke. Really? I didn't realize Caleb Jones was A on Carolina. Yeah, he was. He and signed, B, he got he, traded. He actually signed this past offseason in Carolina, and then I think he was just the odd man out got on you. defense. And instead of putting him on waivers, they just sent him to Colorado for a forward. Yep, yep, yep. Um, in sad news, uh, Barry Melrose has retired from ESPN yes. because he has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. That is very unfortunate. Um, that's terrible. And uh, we wish him all the luck in the world with the, his fight ahead. So, good luck, Barry. You were a, a coach. A coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, much respect all right. for him. Is that all your news? That's all my I news. I have a couple in case things. you got any more. Um, one in the Ottawa Shane Pinto oh, saga. Yes, yes. Shane Pinto has gone home because yeah. he they are nowhere close to a agreement and he doesn't want to be more of a distraction than he knows he already is well i think he's also getting bombarded with questions yeah. too I, that was part of it was he just like wants he's to gonna go home, go and, home train. and train yeah to uh, be to away be from it all of and to be ready well i'm sure every time a media head sees him they're like hey so what's what right. about that contract um uh in the pacific that was atlantic news uh pacific news connor garland has been given permission to talk yes. to other teams for and a he, potential trade. And he changed his agent, too, like right before that happened. I Maybe. No, he did. Oh, I he remember did? that specifically, okay. yeah. Um, we'll get into it. And there were some also some fines and suspensions already. Yeah. Uh, There's going to be more fines. There's going to be so uh, more fines. Seems like about that, that pride tape rule that they came out with that nobody likes except maybe 15 guys. Well, so. I don't know if they can actually find them, based on the rules. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Howden got a two-game suspension for a headshot. Uh, Vegas's Howden got suspended for two games mm. for a headshot to Brandon Tanev. Um, what was that, the first game of the season? Or yes, was it in the preseason? It was in the first game of the season. Good. Starting out strong. It was not... It didn't seem intentionally ma- malicious. He just... Just hit him in the head. Just hit him in the head. Yeah. Um, Tanev... Left the game, but he has played since. Oh, well, that's good. Um, and then Deneau got fined 5000 the max fine for slashing Ross Carlton in the uh, King, Colorado game. Ross Colton. Colton, yeah. thank you, sorry. Um, There's a lot of Carl something in the league. Carlson. Colton. Carlson spelled with a K, Carlson spelled with yep. a C. Carlson with two L's, Carlson with two S's. Yes, Ross Colton. Ross Colton. Uh, who immediately left the game is okay, but it looked like it... Yeah, I didn't see him on the injury report. It thankfully. looked like it... Initially, it looked like it broke his wrist. Like... <laughs> it got called. Howden suspended two games, also got a major, and was tossed from the game. Uh, I think that's fair, then. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's all my... All dat news. news. Well, I think we got games to talk about, then. We do. Would you like me to start? Or would yeah, you it like doesn't to matter to me. Let, let me go ahead and start. Because we've right. already talked about Carolina... Several times. Yep. Already. Uh, let's start with them in the Metro Division. Carolina Hurricanes went 2-1 and one this week. Yes, they did. They beat Ottawa in their first game of the season 5-3, to three, where they outshot Ottawa 42-30. to 30. Mm-hmm. Stahl and, uh, yep, Shea, excuse me, each had a goal and an assist. Yes. Every time I look at his name, I have to remember how to say it. Because yep. it is not spelled that way. Nope. Uh, so, good start for Carolina in that first game of the season. 
They then followed that up with a pretty insane game where they beat LA 6-5 in a shootout where they were outshot 30-19. to Yes. So I don't know what happened with LA in that game. I'll let you talk about them. Uh, Carolina was 5-7 for seven on the PK. Ajo had a goal and an assist. Uh, Nechus and Mark... Oh, Ajo, Nechus, and Martinuk were the shootout scorers. And if I remember correctly, it was a very long shootout. It was nine. Nope. Nine rounds? Someone else was nine rounds. There was another very long shootout, too. It, it, was, it was up there. I didn't count. But it, it, might, was, it might have been close to nine. It might be, yeah. Someone had nine. Don't it might have yourself. been these guys. Uh, I'll tell you what happened in this game. Short-handed sure. goals by Carolina. Ah, two oh, of that'll them. do it. Two of Ooh, them. Two of them. Oh, mm-hmm. boy, L.A. And then Carolina finished off their week by losing to Anaheim 6-3. to three. Yes, they did. Uh, now, to be fair, two of those goals were empty net goals. Um, but Anaheim, I watched the highlights of this game because there was only two games on yesterday. So I watched right. the highlights this morning of this one. And um, I don't know what Carolina was doing for the first couple of periods. They went down 4-1. to one. Um, they had Tony, they tried to have Tony D'Angelo play defense. Oh, that's where they messed that's up. That's where they that's messed where up. That's where they messed up, uh, yeah, yeah. Chatfield has been their healthy scratch, which... <laughs> Maybe not anymore. I don't know what they're doing. He played pretty well last year, uh, if he, I remember correctly. He did. Uh, 35-25, Carolina outshot Anaheim. Two for six on the power play. Teravine, two goals. Uh, Teravine is their top player. Four goals mm-hmm. in this week. Um, that's a... That's nice to see, at least in these early yeah. goings here, that uh, Tara Vinen, who had a horrible season last year, I think he only had 12 goals, was injured a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Turbo team. Already has a third of his goals from last year in the first week. It, so. Yeah, no, that's fun to see. Um, another another guy on your team already has a goal where he did not have a lot last year. Who? Uh, the Rangers. <laughs> Lafreniere. Oh, oh, oh. Don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. I watched that game. Did you? Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good on Tara Vinen, uh, because they were reportedly maybe trying to trade him yeah. in the offseason, so it's nice to see that he's like, everyone shut up. I'm still here, you know? Right. Kind of thing. Let's move on to Columbus 1-1 one one yes. this week. Uh, losing their opener 4-2 to to Philadelphia. Which Mar- you, you could see happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah either way. Yeah, yeah. But their second game... Well, hold on. Marchenko had two assists in this okay, game, fine. and right. Adam Fantilli had his first point. Yes, he did. In his debut. Now, their second game, as Clay was alluding to, they beat the Rangers 5-3. to three. Uh, What you doing, Rangers? I, I don't know. They outshot... Columbus got outshot 42-21 to 21 in this game. What the hell are they doing? Uh, they were one for one on the power play. Boone Jenner had a natural hat trick. What? He did. What? Yeah, he had a natural <laughs> hat trick in this game. I think he scored... If I remember correctly, he scored two in the first and then one in the second, and they were all in a row. So natural hat trick for Boone Jenner, Captain Boone leading the charge. It's not the only natural hat trick this week. No, it was not. And somebody won up to him by having more than one hat trick in two games. Right? Yeah. Uh, Goudreau and Provorov each had two assists in this right. game. And speaking of Provorov, I saw that he did an interview where he was like. Oh, uh, yeah, it was uh, the Flyers scheming's fault that I had a bad, like, last yeah, three yeah, yeah, seasons. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You're right. Okay, bud. That's, um, you're talking about John Tortorella. 
Mm-mm. You yeah. don't think he's gonna maybe send someone out there to hit you hard, right? After saying that, <laughs> um, Boone Jenner is their top player. Obviously, this week he had a hat trick and an assist to go on top of that. Yep. The Devils are up next, one zero and one this week. Mm-hmm. They beat Detroit four to three. Yeah, uh, fairly close game. Jack Hughes two goals, Siegenthaler three assists, two for four on the penalty kill. Yep. Um, they then, or I'm sorry, they then lost to Arizona in a shootout where Mm -hmm. they blew a lead towards the end of the game. They were two for five on the power play in this game, five for seven on the penalty kill. Mm -hmm. That's two games in a row that they've let up two power play goals. Can't do that. Uh, Jesper brought two goals and an assist in this game and Hughes three assists. Got to give it to Hughes as their top player. Uh, two goals, three assists. It's so funny to watch you try to drink beer while not fully taking your mask off i am drinking no yeah i know you are it's just funny to watch there's no try we'll never have a succeeding we'll never have a camera but it is pretty funny to watch you do uh so jack hughes two goals three assists on the week in those two games pretty good start to his season the islanders up next only played one game yep they beat buffalo three to two brock nelson two goals and assists sorokin 26 to 28 that's all to say about the islanders good start moving on to the Rangers. One and one. Yes. One game I already talked about a little bit. Uh, the Rangers beat Buffalo in their home, or not home opener, but just opener. Yeah. Uh, five to one. Kreider, two goals and an assist. Zabinajad, three assists. Panarin, a goal and an assist. And as Clay already said, Alexi Lafreniere scored the first goal of the season for the Rangers. And uh, yeah, he, how many goals did he have last year? Like 13. Yeah. Or 12 or 13. Not that many more not than Terrabine. Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, I watched this game. I'll talk about this right now. Um, the Rangers' defense played so well in this, in game. this game. <laughs> in this game. In this game. Like, because, that's why I'm bringing this up. Because that first game of the season... Uh, You're like, oh, shit. Well, the, they look good. The Rangers controlled the first period mm-hmm. completely. The second period was, was Buffalo's. Yeah, Buffalo. I I was in and out on the. I was kind of flipping around games. The the uh, game this night. the game was closer than that scoreline mm-hmm. really shows, but at the same time, like their defensive effort, they got in, like the defenders stepped in front of every shot. Like that's great. Sisterkin only had to bail them out one or two times. Even better. Like if it's only one or two times, he's gonna do it. Like everything every else, time. everything else for him was solid. Mm-hmm. Yes, he made one or two spectacular spectacular saves but like their defense gave them all the help in the world and if they played like they did in the buffalo game against columbus that's an amazing they're gonna have a fantastic season but then they did that against columbus yeah and shesterkin was in net for this right and he was 16 of 21 he only faced 21 shots and columbus put five of them past him like what? Or, well, actually, I don't know. Maybe... No, 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 he was. No, because I, I looked at his stat line. He was in for all five goals. The duality of the Rangers. God yeah, that was a, damn it. That was a <laughs> hell of a Jekyll and Hyde of a first week for the Rangers. Yeah, they. I looked at the stat line for the first game. Again, you watched it, so they yeah. looked great. Second game, I don't know what happened to that game. Right. Aye, aye, aye. They were 0 for 1 on the PK... Uh, uh, Fox did have two assists in this the second game uh, lost to Columbus and Gustafson a goal and an assist in that game. But yeah, like, not a not a great showing in that second yeah, game. Yeah, Buff- I'm watching Buffalo and it's like, 
Buffalo's trying everything, but they can just not they break. Just can't they get can't it. break yeah. down this defense. Every time there was a sh- like, for the most part, a shot, especially in that third period mm-hmm. when it was well closer. I'll mention someone it. Someone stepped in front. I'll mention it now. Uh, Might have been an issue. I believe Ryan Lindgren got hurt before the Columbus game in Ooh, practice or something. I don't think it's not a, a serious injury, but he missed that game. So mm. he's one of their more stalwart def- defense, like mm-hmm. defensive first mm-hmm. defenseman. So that might have been an issue, but I can't imagine it was that bad. That seems like a bad game, just kind of in all general. Around. Yeah. Like, hey, good to get him out at the beginning of the season, yeah. I guess, right? We'll see. Kreider is their top player of the week. Three goals and an assist. Yep. Philly, one and one. Ooh. Oh, they turned it off. Ah. Uh, Philly, as I already mentioned, beat Columbus four to two in the first game of the season. Konechny, two goals, Lawton, two assists. Um, it's a pretty good game yeah. for Philly, yeah. Uh, they then lost to Ottawa five to two. So, again, the, uh, oh, there they are. Right. <laughs> There's the team we well, were expecting. Well, Ottawa is a little different this year. No, that's what I'm saying. Ottawa is better. Oh, yeah. I yeah. would say, by all estimations, Ottawa is better than yes. Philadelphia. And uh, But that first game is like, oh, okay, well, man, you know, maybe, maybe. maybe, maybe. But maybe. then you watch them at a, against a halfway decent team, and yeah. you're like, oh, there yeah, they are. Yeah, there. Um, goal and assist in that game, too. And I, since I already mentioned him twice, Konechny's their top player, three goals and an assist. Boy, they're going to get a lot to for trading him later this they year. They really will. I think they'll get at least a first round pick plus more than that. Yep. So I'm just going I'm just gonna go ahead and predict that right now. <laughs> That's gonna happen because he's already playing really well. Moving on to the people's champion, the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> Went two and one this week. Oh boy, and they picked up right where they left off last year. Uh, in the first game of the season by yep. losing to Chicago 4-2. to two. Yeah, they did. Uh, really poor, really poorly defended game by both teams mm-hmm. in this game. Um, I think Mike Sullivan said it best uh, the some interview after this game where he was like, we had 15 grade 8 opportunities against Chicago, and Chicago also had 15 grade 8 <laughs> opportunities against us. And he's like, so I hated this. Yeah. Um, yep. I will say Tristan Jari played pretty well in this game. He was 32 of 35. Yes. Uh, that last, that fourth goal was an empty net goal. Um, so he looked pretty strong. Yep. And I'll mention the Chicago, obviously, I'll mention the Chicago players when I get to them. So pretty like uh, doom and gloom immediately for the right. Penguins fans right, right off away. the bat. Because they went up two to nothing in this game and lit up four straight goals yes, to lose. they did. But you know what? It's okay. They bounced back. Because they took out all of their frustrations by beating Washington 4 to nothing In a, after the first period, a pretty dominating performance by the Penguins. Yeah, here's the thing for, for Washington. They played great. In the, it was, they did. They, they looked great, great in the first, first period. period. I was like, oh, they, they look pretty good right now. After that, they reverted to bad habits from last year. Well, I don't know if, if it's that or uh, the Penguins... We're just like, oh, we can see what they're doing. And just adjusted their game plan or a little bit of both. Might have been a little bit of yeah. both, but I really do like. Yeah, because that first period, it was 0-0 after the first period. And, uh, and uh, Washington had most of the momentum of that period. Penguins had a few chances here and there, but it was mostly Washington. I'm just going to love, because Washington yeah. only played one game. So right. I'm just going to talk about both of them yeah, right yeah. now. But then, but yeah, uh, after the second period, or during the second period, something changed. and Something happened. And it wasn't <laughs> good for Washington. It was not, because the rest of the way, the Penguins just kind of just kind of dumped on them. Oh, 100%. Uh, the Penguins were routinely in Washington's zone for two-plus minutes at a time. One of the power plays, just like, all right, you yeah. got to... 
you gotta um, actually get people no. away from Lindgren. No. Like, nah, nah. Why? <laughs> oh yes, and Charlie Lindgren played in this game. I was I thought that was weird until I heard the announcers say that uh, Darcy Kemper had a uh, had a baby overnight the night before the birth of their yes. who child. It, who arrived the night before yeah. or overnight or whatever. Um, so congratulations, Darcy mm-hmm. Kemper. And, and little baby Kemper. The Penguins ended up outshooting Washington in this game 35-19. to They were 2-for-3 on the power play. That power play looked deadly in this game. Or De- the look- penalty kill looked like shit. Or Washington's penalty kill looked bad. Well, because it didn't look as good against Chicago, and I'll go ahead and break it down for you. It didn't look as good against <laughs> in the next game either, so maybe it was Washington. Uh, Malkin, a goal and three assists. He factored into all three. Four goals. Yes, he did. Um, Crosby, two goals. Both of them, the power play goals. Yep. Gensel, two assists, and obviously Jari had the shutout. Penguins then followed that up the next night by beating Calgary 5-2. to two. Yeah. Now, the weird thing about this game, it was very similar to the Washington game. Calgary had a lot of the momentum for the first two periods and had a one nothing lead going into the and third period. And they could not close it out. And the Penguins, I don't know, were like, oh, yeah, we're playing a game, and scored five goals in right. the third period. And... Um, they came, they came out immediately, mm-hmm. and I don't know if Mike Sullivan threatened their families or something. I, I don't know. Right. Because they came out, and they, were, and they just stomped Calgary Connor in the Connor Sheary's period. not on the team anymore. You can't threaten his wife. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't threaten his wife, Mike Sullivan's da- right. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will break up this marriage. Uh, Jake Gensel, goal two assists in this game, while Malkin, Rust, Riley Smith, and Chris Letang each had two points in this game. Um, yeah, pretty impressive third period by the Penguins. Um, so they've, all in all this week, have put together uh, one solid game of periods, yes. if you're counting. Uh, Malkin, two goals, four assists on the week. Jake Gensel, goal and five assists on the week. We talked about Washington. Yeah, we talked about Washington. And they played one game, got shot up by Pittsburgh. <laughs> they did not have a good game. All right, we're gonna uh, stay, that's it for the Metro. We're going to stay in the East and talk All about right. the Atlantic. Boston's up first. Going back to where they were in the regular season, 2-0. Yeah. Uh, they started their campaign by beating Chicago 3-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allmark was 20-21 for 21 in that game. Uh, Pasternak had two goals. At, at Pasta boy. Pasta had two of their goals. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, finish yeah. before I... And, uh, yeah, they looked really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. they look like they're not missing out on any of... To be fair, it was against Chicago. Well, but... I, I know. Um, it, it looks like Boston is going to have a lot of one-goal games. Whether they yeah. win or lose, it's going to be one-goal games. Now, losing both Bergeron and Krejci, that hurts. Yes. They still have a pretty good defense and good goaltender. Exactly. So I imagine they'll be in most of the games this yes. season. I can't, I mean, outside of like two or three weird games, I can't imagine they're going to get blown out a lot. No, which is which is why. But a lot of one goal games for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because then they followed that 3 1 win by beating Nashville 3 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swayman was in net for this one, and he went 33 for 35. So that's a 9 4 3. So we got a 9 5 2 and a 9 4. Five, Good games. 9-4-3. Yeah. So, great games. They were 2-for-5 on their power play, 7-for-7 seven seven on their penalty kill, uh, and James Van Riemsdyk scored two of their goals. Hmm. Oh, I forgot James Van Riemsdyk was on the right? list now. So, ju- just to circle back really quick, without Bergeron and Krejci, they still have Pasternak. 
they still do. have Marshawn. They have the what's left of James Van Riemsdyk. Yep. Um, a lot of old guys because Marshawn's up there now. Yeah, he's but, 35 or 36 too. But they're experienced. They know what to do. Yeah. They have um, a good mix. I think Boston will still keep most games close this year, although I really want my prediction to come true where they do not make the playoffs. Well, I would like that too. Because <laughs> I think it would be very funny. I would like that too, but I would like my prediction of Tampa in fifth to happen more. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted some chaos in, oh, the, yeah. in my picks too. I was like, let's pick Boston to finish out of the playoffs. So they're weak. Um, so with those two games, they were 2 for 8 on the power play and 10 for 10 on the penalty kill. Also, with this first couple games, we are going to see a lot of ticky-tack penalties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're... Well, I think we'll see... enforce the rules. We'll see a lot of uh, weird special teams numbers, too. Right. Like, like some teams' power... Like, New Jersey, for instance, their power play was pretty bad this week. But, you know, that might not be what happens the entire year. I'm more talking about the amount. There are a lot oh, of, yeah, there's there a, lot a lot of, like, games. six, seven power play yeah. games. Yeah, so you're right. They're start, the refs start the season strong. <laughs> and they just stop calling penalties. And they taper out. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, in yeah. two games, two for, like, in two games, eight power plays, ten penalty kills. That's a lot. That's a lot. But, uh, that'll adjust. It's not crazy, but, you're I, right. You're I right. It's ten. high. Ten, I think ten's high. Seven in one game is a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is pretty high. Um, Pasternak is their top player with three goals and an assist. Buffalo's up next. Burt talked about both of their games. Oh, yeah, I did. One to f- they played both New York teams, lost them both, 1-5 to five to the Rangers, 2-3 to three to the Islanders. Um, Zach Benson did get his first NHL point. Ooh, there, there's a lot of first points this uh this week benson's looked really good he did i thought he um looked really good they played the penguins i think in their last preseason game or one of their final preseason games and i thought i watched a, a majority of that game i thought benson looked really good he got two assists against the islanders um their power play was 0 for 5 giving up one shorthanded goal against the rangers and their penalty kill was six for seven um it's not bad giving, those numbers aren't bad giving up one penalty uh, power play to the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I'm in, I'm still a Buffalo believer. It's only two games. It's only two yeah. games, and we'll see how they do when they're not playing a Vesna goalie. True. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point, actually, because they played back-to-back Vesna caliber goaltenders. Yep. So. Um, also, it just kind of seems like in these first two games, uh, they don't realize that they are supposed to have a really good offense. Yeah. Yeah, there's that too. Well, um, you know, sometimes it takes it takes a few games to like really get everything into gear. No Thompson goals, no Tuck goals, no oh, skater goals. Trade them. You got JJ Paterka on the goal sheet and <laughs> I love that guy. Uh I love that guy's name, JJ Paterka. It's a great name. You got Greenway, who do you have? Middlestat. So those are mm. your three goal scorers of the week. Yeah. Um, ah, the goals will come. They will. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not, not worried. Yet, it's, anyway. just, it's just... If they have another bad week this week, then I might be like... Ooh. I think 10 games is yeah. where you can if be they're, like... If they're like 2-8, and eight, I'll, I'll be like... Ooh. Ooh. Um, all right, next up is Detroit. 1-1. One and one. Detroit. Burt talked about their first game of the year. Losing to the Devils at the Devils. Yeah. Um, two for four on the power play there. And then... 
5 for 6 on that penalty kill. Uh, Villa Huso was only 885 on in net. That's not great. Nope. 23 for 26. Only faced 26 shots. Well, joke's on them. They let their true star goalie, Andrei Nijelkovic, go to the Penguins. And he played really well against Calgary. I'm just saying. (laughs) He did. He did. I forgot that final score. Um... Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play the first game. No, um, and then they went out and they beat Tampa Bay. They did yeah, in that's their true. home opener, six to four. Billy Huso still not great, going twenty one for twenty five. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's still pretty bad. That's eight forty. Yeah. Um, one for two on their penalty kill, but DeBrinket had two goals and an assist. Yeah, there where you go. they shot. Outshot Tampa forty-two to twenty-five. Yeah. O- overall, two for five on their penalty or power play, and then six for eight on their penalty kill. Alex DeBrinket is their top player with three goals and an assist. Ottawa fans might jump him if they see him <laughs> they in might. the street in <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> it might be pretty mad <laughs> that he's already doing pretty well for. He only had like Detroit. twenty goals. Yeah. Which was down from the 40-plus the two years before that. So yeah. I was just like, oh, boy. Um, next up is Florida. Watch Detroit sign Patrick Kane at some point, too. Oh, my God. Because he's he's yeah. a free agent he still. He's free... recovering from his hip surgery. Yep. So. Uh, Florida, 0-2 oh, to start the season. They oh, yeah. got robbed by Minnesota yeah. um, to start the year 0-0 oh, t- oh, to... It's the same. It's the same. Two uh, nothing. Yeah, it's the same as their record. Two nothing. Zero to two. Yep. Zero yeah. two. Minnesota. Uh, Bobrovsky, nineteen for twenty-one. Uh, they outshot Minnesota forty-one to twenty-one. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a wide margin. Wide margin, but uh, it was Gustafson in net. Yeah. So, what can you expect? Uh, and one of those goals was a uh, power. One of those goals against was a power play goal. Next up, they lost. A wild game to Winnipeg. Yeah. Four to six. Bobrovsky in net there. He didn't look that great in that game. One for seven on the power play. One for seven. Giving up a shorthanded goal. Uh, so it's zero for seven, really. Zero for yeah. seven. And then four for six on that penalty kill. Uh, Evan Rodriguez, though, contributed to all four goals with Two goals and two assists. Evan Rodriguez is one of those players. He's streaky. He's streaky, but like I wish he was still on the Penguins. Like I do, because he, no, he's he's good for like 15, mm-hmm. 20 goals ish. Yep. And um, it's, it's, he he works very hard. Yes, it's very he does. clear that he's a hard worker when you watch him. But they gave him way too much money. <laughs> Season two <laughs> is the one butt that. All right, so their power play is 1 for 10, and their penalty kill is 7 for 10. Um, and technically 0 for 10 with that shorthanded goal against. <laughs> right, yeah, um, sure. Because that's how we work on the Buzz Pucks that's podcast. That's how we work. Montreal. You can have a negative power play. Oh, I freaking forgot. Uh, no, we're not talking about injuries. Never mind. Not yet. Haven't done that yet. We'll do that at the end. Montreal, 1, 0, oh, and 1. Hey, look at them. Losing to Toronto yeah. in a wild game. Five to six shootout loss. Uh, they were winning this game, weren't they? They were winning point. this yeah. game. Yeah. Mont- uh, Toronto had to tie it with a minute left in an empty net. 
So they I, were I, winning yeah, that I, uh, game. I wasn't watching this game, but I saw Elliot Friedman or somebody tweet out that there was like <laughs> they were like, "There's uh, three minutes left in this game, and Toronto's losing five to four. Yeah, I I I pick. Um, it's so funny when the Canadian media starts freaking out when yeah, when for, Toronto's losing. See, I chose between either the Toronto Montreal game or the Carolina. Ottawa game, and I watched the Carolina-Ottawa game. Yeah, I, I think this was the night I was flipping through a bunch of games. Um, and just whatever was on, or uh, whatever was close was what I was flipping to, yeah. Allen was in net on this game, going 37 for 42. It's not terrible. It's 8-8-1. Yeah, what's that? But you let in five goals. Yeah, but on 42 <laughs> shots, I mean, you could... Uh, and I, I, oh, I meant to say this before, when we, when we quote these goalies numbers... This, uh, the, not all of those goals are necessarily on the goaltender. Oh, my God. Because no. there's, like, Lafrin- some really bad defense that's played or, like, really well-set-up goals, too, that they couldn't possibly Lafreniere's goal first. There's Lafren- no way that... Uh, Lafreniere's goal was basically an empty net. Like, yeah. That was Who a, was playing that? Levi? Yeah, Levi had... There was no, no way Levi chance. was going to stop that, that goal. Was a yeah, perfect I saw that, pass. too. Uh, I did notice Lafreniere... I meant to say when we were talking about the Rangers... Uh, I noticed Lafreniere was playing on the top line, or he happened to be on the top, playing with right. Panarin and someone else uh, when he scored that goal. So maybe they try him up there. Maybe uh, Alex Newhook had two goals in that uh, ah. game against Toronto. He's looked. Very, That's his debut for Montreal. He's looked very good for Montreal so far. Well, I think he got traded there because he got traded Colorado, Colorado just couldn't. They're, they're, they have a cap crunch. They, they had to get cap, rid of somebody. They got a cap crunch. I think he was an RFA, and they were like, "We can't even. We can't sign you." So they had a cap crunch, and they have center depth. That's true. Well, Ryan Johansson is their second line center. I don't know that I would say that's. They have depth. They, I don't know it's good depth. They had a cap crunch. We'll yeah. agree with that. They have a cap crunch. Um. And then. Their next game, they beat Chicago 3-2. to two. They did. Montembeau was in net there, going 28 for 30. Uh, Montembeau. 7 for 7 on that pa- penalty kill with a shorthanded <laughs> goal. Suck it, Connor Bedard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a shorthanded goal. Yeah. And that shorthanded goal was scored by Sean Monahan, who had a goal and an Ooh, assist look at him. in this game. Uh, overall... That math doesn't math. Uh, they were one for six on the power play. That math don't math, right? And then nine for 11 on the penalty kill. Eh. I misread my own thing, and, and it said five for 11. Uh, that definitely says five for... Oh, you misread when you were writing it out. Yeah, I gotcha. when I was mathing, and that's why I don't math. I gotcha. Um, they don't really have a top player just because yeah. they spread the love. Yeah, I think I had a team like that, too, that they played two games, but, like, it was kind of a, eh, yeah. you know. Um, speaking of a team with a cap crunch, Ottawa. Ottawa. They already have a cap crunch. They haven't even made the playoffs. I know. That's what I'm saying. five years or whatever it is. And that's why Dorian needs to get fired, because of the Pinto fiasco. Yeah. 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 You have a cap crunch, and you're not a playoff team. 
And you can't even sign. You're going to have to trade somebody, and they, right? They, I don't know how much cap space they have, but... They had an offer for from Philadelphia for Bouchard and Joseph. And they really? Turned, and they turned it down. For uh, Matthew Joseph. Matthew Joseph and Bouchard. Bouchard. He was the 10th overall pick a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he hasn't really played. Mm. I think he's been injured a lot. Yeah. So they haven't really seen what he can do. So they don't want to lose out on a talent that they don't really know. I would have taken that deal for Matthew Joseph. Though. Matthew Joseph, like, no disrespect for him, to him, but he's like, you know, he's a bottom six guy that's making, I don't know, two and a half million dollars or something like that. Three? Maybe three. I think he's slightly. Maybe over, a little overpaid, but he's slightly. He's but, a useful player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he he definitely. But that, he's had at if least you one could, goal so far and almost had a couple more. Yeah, and if you could clear his three million and then sign Shane Pinto, you know. There it, it is. There it is. That's done, yeah. The reason we're on the like so on this is because with Norris hurt right now. Right. Oh right, I forgot Josh Norris was hurt too. They are missing a second center. Oh. With no Pinto and no uh Norris. Big gap at second line center. Right. With with Norris in, they have Norris is their second line center. Yeah. And then Pinto's their third line center. Right. They don't have either of them. Are they they should shift Giroux back over to center? That's where Drew started. Yeah, Drew. I know they. I know he shifted over to the winger Drew, a little bit later in his career. Drew's but, their center now. Yeah, with, and I'm sure they don't want him to be with Kachuk and Batherson. Mm. I always think Kachuk is a center. No, he's a winger. Why, I don't know why I always think that. Um, but digressing. Yeah, yeah. Ottawa went two and one. Oh, sorry. This week, they did. They had a good week. They looked really good. They lost to Carolina, which is no shame in doing. No. Um, this was a weird game for Corpusalo, who made his debut for Uh Ottawa. He both kept them in this game and was the reason they lost. (laughs) I think that's, that's par for the course for, for Corpusalo. That's, I don't really trust Jonas Corpusalo as their, uh, he was in in net for all five. Yeah. Uh, 37, 42, but, uh, yeah, kept him in it. But also left in, let in a couple softies. Yeah. Um, 0 4 on their power play and 5 for 6 on the penalty kill. Shorthanded for both. Hmm. That's up, always fun to see. Gave up one and lost one and got one. Um, and then Matthew Joseph in this game was their uh, one goal and one assist. Yeah. Uh, next up, they beat Philadelphia. We like, should trade him to the Penguins so we have both Joseph brothers. Because he's P.O. Joseph's right. brother. You yeah. gotta collect the set. Um, and we'll have the two French Canadian black players. Yep. Uh, Oops. Sorry. They beat Sorry, Bel- yeah. they beat beat Philadelphia like Bert said five yes. two. Forsberg was in net there. Uh, only faced twenty one shots. Uh, yeah, still though, he stopped them or yes. stopped most of them. Stopped nineteen of them. Uh, they were three for five on that power play, five for six on that penalty kill. Chikrin went back-to-back. He scored two goals. Ooh. Um, and then also got an assist in that game. Finally, they beat Tampa Bay 5-2. to I'm still so pissed the Penguins didn't trade for Chikrin last year. Mm-hmm. Well, you got Carlson. Shut it. I know. That's true. That's a good point. We probably wouldn't have got Carlson if we had Jake Shut Chikrin. Uh, no. Corpus- I want all of them. Corpusalo is in net there, and he had a very good game. 
but also who who had a really good game with Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Two goals and an assist. And they outshot Tampa 38-24 to in that game. 3 for 11 on the power play, 12 for 14 on the penalty kill. And Kachuk is their top player with four goals and assists. He is their... He tied Ottawa's record with Heatley for back-to-back multi-goal games. Well? Yeah. Huh. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. I would have thought it was Heatley. I would have guessed it was Alfredson, but... Heatley, and it was... They um, played together, so... Yeah. Uh, Kachuk... We already talked about him. Yep. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. One and two. Ooh. To start the season. Is the downfall coming? Kind of. Um, <laughs> it has to happen at some point. Nashville. They beat Nashville to start their season five to two, five to three. Yes. Yeah. Um, Johansson in net there, going nine oh three, two for five on their power play, three for four in their penalty kill. Nick Paul had two goals and an assist. That he did. Then they lost to Tampa, lost to Detroit. They lost to themselves. They, they, <laughs> against Ottawa, they lost to themselves. Uh, Johansson in net again as well. Not as good of a showing, going 36 for 41. Uh, Stamkos, though, had two goals and an assist in mm. that game. Um, yeah, kind of mentioned before, just Detroit just went up on the throttle, and Tampa could not handle it just got tampa on the ropes and that and then when ottawa beat them it was never really close um uh sorry detroit did hold on tampa did start to surge yeah busted out to well that a quick four to one well that that's very similar to the um carolina anaheim game anaheim had control early and then carolina made it Close, Close really, really yeah. towards the end. But uh, Anaheim held on. Yep. So Ottawa held on. Uh, or, or, yeah, Ottawa held on in this game. Detroit held on. Oh, my game. bad. I'm sorry. Detroit held on. I, I just jumped to Ottawa and then jumped back. That's my fault. Uh, Ottawa met 2-5. to five, Lost Matt Tompkins. Made his NHL debut in net. Okay. He actually played very well. This for Tampa Bay? For Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. Because Vasilevsky's out, right? Yep. He played very well. Their defense did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think there's some cracks in the armor starting this, to, to this, form with Tampa Bay. This is a game where, even though Tompkins had a sub-nine save percentage. Yeah. He was not, not helped. He was yeah. not helped at all. Uh, but Tanner Janot hey. had a golden assist. Thank God. Game. That's pr- that's pretty much what he did last year after they traded an entire draft for him. For him. So. Yep. Their power play was three for nine. Also, Steven Stamkos is day to day, and he missed this Ottawa game. Ah, that didn't help, I'm sure. So is this what Tampa's going to look like without Steven Stamkos? It's as, interesting you say that. As the team gets older. It's interesting you say that because I saw earlier today... There was some Tampa talking head, um, I don't remember his name, but he was like, will Tampa Bay trade, or was he a Boston talking head? I don't remember. But he was trying to like say, oh, Boston should trade for Steven Stamkos. I was like, first of all, why would Tampa Bay trade Steven Stamkos to Boston? 
Second of all, he it's called him disgruntled. He, he called him disgruntled? He kind of is. Is he? I know he said that he's disappointed that the contract extension hasn't been talked about yet. T- but. Tampa has said they've started contract negotiation, and Steven Stamfos has come out and said, no, they have not. Hmm. Oh, it, it is interesting, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that guy knows something I don't know, but I thought it was more like he was like, oh, I mean, you know, I want to stay. Right. Um, I think he does want to stay. Oh, I do too. And he has a full no-move clause. So yeah, if he, he doesn't want to go, he's not going to go. He's not going anywhere. That, that's the same thing that happened years ago. Um, with Steven Stamkos. Well, well, I was going to say, <laughs> well, yeah. But I was going to say with, uh, with Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. Where um, talking heads around the league were like, oh, he could be traded here, he could be traded there. I was like, he has a no-move clause, so if he doesn't want to go, which he said he doesn't. That's it. He's not going to go. That's what that clause means, you know? No move. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. There's no way in hell that Tampa Bay, even if they were in last place in the league, no way in hell they're going to trade him to Boston. No, they're, they're not, not going to help. In, they're not going to trade him in their division. No, they're not. Um, I will say, even Ridiculous. though they went one and two, Victor Hedman is going to be their top points getter because he had one goal and four assists. So yeah, was... they're scoring. Their scoring was there. It's just the defense. It's and just the, the defense, well, which might be a problem. The goaltending, the too. Goalie. I mean, maybe it'll right the ship once Vasilevsky comes back, but that's not going to be until, like, maybe December. So, uh, yeah. At, at least, least. Maybe the new year. They might be They might be talking, like, 30 games. 30 yeah. games, no Vasilevsky? You got to hold on. You got to at least try to play around 500. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they, again, this is the first week, so maybe they'll solidify their defense a bit better, but... Still, you know, That's, uh, yeah, uh-huh. you can't leave your rookie goalie out to dry. Excuse me, I burped, and have him get lit up like that with no, no. defensive help. So. Right. Uh, we're going to finish off with Toronto. 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 We talked about the first game. Six, I already know who their top player is. So. I think you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a six to five shootout win against Montreal. Uh, Sam Sonoff only faced twenty four shots. Yeah, five goals though. Uh, Again, I mean, you know. While Tor- so Toronto outshot Montreal forty-two to twenty-four. Man, yeah. there's a lot of wild disparities in a shots. A lot of wild this, disparities this week. Uh, and I'm gonna mention their seven to four Minnesota win as well. Yep. Because Samsonov was also in net, uh, letting in twenty-eight on third, or not letting in, only saving. 28 of 32. So his save yeah, percentage it's not great. is a 7.92 and then a and an 8.75. It's not what you want from your starting goalie to start the not, year. Not a good start for uh, Samsonov, but at least the also, offense kind of bailed him out. Bailed him and the defense out. Yeah, the defense could be a problem too. Um, okay. Toronto's not known for their defense, so... It's still better, like... It's better than some teams. It's not, it's probably top half of the league, but, like, it's not great. It, but in the past, like, past couple of years, their defense has been very... It's been good. Yeah, it's been fine. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's, you know... They're not the number one defensive team in the league. No. Um, their power play against Montreal was two for four, and the penalty kill was three for four. Matthews had a hat trick. Uh-huh. And then, again, Minnesota, Matthews had another hat trick. Yeah, what the fuck? All right. So he is the second player. He's the fifth player. Mm-hmm. To have back-to-back hat tricks to start the year. That's happened five times. It's happened before? five times. Or four times, other than him. 
it's the second time in the modern era. That's pretty crazy. The first time was Ovechkin the year they won the cup. Oh, I guess that doesn't surprise me. So when Ovechkin, that was Ovi, yeah. so when the Ovechkin did it, that was what the first time in fifty years. The that first somebody time did since it? before World War Two. Oh my God! Really? Gretzky <laughs> didn't even do that. No. I I would have if if you had me guess who the other Gretzky's considered modern era. Oh, I guess that's fair. What's modern era? I don't fucking know. When the when the WHA and the NHL I think melded together because that's when Gretzky yes. came in the league. Maybe. That's crazy though. Yeah. yeah. Well. So only two. I'm points. actually surprised it's happened four other times. Right. You know, I I I was prepared for you to tell me that that was the first time that's ever happened. Um, second time in the modern era. But because in the in the first game he scored his 300th goal, ah, um, and then added five more on top of that. <laughs> now he's at 305. Yeah, now he's at 305. So now there's a lot of uh, comparisons with him and Ovechkin and how fast they did it to 300 goals. Um, I mean, I like like we've said several times. I fully hope that Ovi breaks the goal record. Agreed. But if somebody's gonna break Ovi's goal record, it seems like it might be Matthews. Because he scores at a pretty good clip. He does score at a very good Even clip. Even last year when he was injured for a lot of the year. He scored 40. Yeah, he had 40. So, Well, the thing, the thing is he did it in 10 games slower than Ovechkin. But then again, yeah, he added but, five more goals since then. Yes, but he, that's true. And, <laughs> and, he's, uh, and he's younger. I'm just saying, eventually... We're going to hit a point in humanity where age just doesn't matter anymore. You're right. For anybody. So, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe not in America, but overall. <laughs> uh, cyberpunk's going to be real. Um, I, Folks, I'm going to say this. If you have never looked at anything uh, cyberpunk related, and the, the cyberpunk, if you don't know, is a tabletop game, a video game, and a show. I really think that might be our future <laughs> because just technology is overrun. Megacorps are overrun. Hey, hey, we don't need to... I could, I could talk this, for hours this, about cyberpunk. This is a hockey podcast. I know. But... That sometimes bleeds into sport, other sports. Let's just stick to sports. You don't want me to talk about tabletop I'm, and video games, I'm too? pretty sure I, I will. I, I will, too. But you know I will. But let's not. Let's start another podcast. <laughs> Bu- uh, buzzed punks. Where we talk about cyberpunk and the okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I hate that. I like that name. All right, uh, four for. I slapped the table because I was drinking, and you made me laugh. Four for seven on their power play. That's not sustainable. Four for eight on their penalty kill. Ooh, <laughs> that erases that four for seven. Uh, I misread it. It's four for five. On what? Their penalty kill. No, it fucking. Oh, oh, oh. Four for five. Okay, that's much better. Much better. That's much better. Much better. Okay. My squiggles looked like a... Okay, that's... A, made the five look like That's an way better. So much better. Um, but yeah, let's see what their defense does. Yeah. Because if they're like I mean, they're not going to score six and seven goals again. Well, technically they scored five goals, I guess. Right. Because that was a shootout, right? Yes. But letting in nine goals in two games... Not a good start. That's not, not a good start. Not a good start, start no. Um... I do want to mention that uh, Arbor Jack Guy and Ryan Reeves got into <laughs> yeah, it. They got into a fight. They got into a, a, a kerfuffle. Um, yeah. And I don't even know if I would call it a fight, because I think 
Ryan Reeves was like, I didn't want to. So he just jumped me. We'll talk. I wanted to bring go this ahead, up. Go ahead. I go ahead. Bring this up. I, I, I don't want to take your thunder. So Ryan Reeves boarded somebody on Montreal. Hmm. And it and it was a was Yeah, a board. it was a straight board. Um one of those like not intentional, like he did kind of turn right before he yeah. got boarded, but he still boarded. He still boarded him. Uh and Jack I uh stood up for his teammate. Good for him. This is the first time I've seen anybody body Arbor Jacques is uh he I love him. He's uh he's tough. He's a tough boy. He He's a tough little of, boy with a very strange name. He kind of manhandles Ryan oh, he's Reeves. He's the same size as Reeves, isn't yes. he? Yeah. The thing is they they wanted they were going to go but they fell into the net. Yeah. The net fell over. Yeah, and then that, that kind of That fight isn't incomplete. I bet they'll have a fight the next game. Ryan Reeves then started talking about it's just like I I didn't like I didn't like that. Uh, I felt like I got jumped. Right. I went. <laughs> you boarded somebody. You had to expect it. Well, it felt like I got jumped. Normally, when I fight somebody, like it's a like we talk about it first. It was dishonorable. Basically, and I wanted to address that because a. You boarded somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you boarded You boarded somebody. B, you, he, Jack, I grabbed him, and Reeves was actually the one who threw the first punch. Mm. It's not really a jump, is it? And three, C, Ryan Reeves is 100% jump, people. Yeah. Yes. Graves for Colorado. Ah, he's on Penguins now. Yeah. yeah. Like... He's absolutely jumped somebody. Yeah. You're just old now. He's just complaining. You're just... Yeah, he's... You're an old head just complaining now. Yeah. And, uh... I do want to actually see them fight. I imagine with him... I want to Bitching see... in the media, I imagine... They're gonna go. They're gonna fight. In Be... the ne- whatever the next game yeah. between Toronto and Montreal is. But also, just like, what living in Han- Hamilton, Canada does to somebody. Like, Jacka's <laughs> just... The mean streets of Hamilton, the mean Ontario. Mean streets of Hamilton. Ay, ay, ay. All right. That's, that's the Atlantic. The Atlantic. Let's shift over to the Western <laughs> Conference. I start. Excuse me. With the Arizona Coyotes. 1-0 and this week. Let me get my straw. 1-0. and The Arizona Coyotes started off. I already mentioned this game. They beat the Devils four to three in a shootout, two for seven on the power play, and they looked good. They looked pretty good. They, they were toe to toe with they were toe to toe with the Devils the whole time. Um, they did tie the game pretty late. I it wasn't like within the last minute, but it was like within the last five minutes, yeah. I think, um, to force that overtime and subsequent shootout. Uh, two for seven on the power play, three for five on the penalty kill. Eh, yeah, you know that that kind of cancels each other out. Right. Um, Logan Cooley. Another player who had points in his debut. He had yes, two he assists did. in his debut. Uh, Schmaltz and Keller had two points each. Bukestad and Schmaltz scored the shootout goals woof, for a woof. big win for Arizona. That's got to be a confidence win. booster. Yep. They're still trying to get that arena deal figured out. Uh, their owner came out and was like, we're making progress maybe. Um, did you see that whole statement he, that he made? It was really long. Well, I saw that the state of Arizona open investigation against Tempe yep. using public funds to yeah. 
to help with the arena deal or something, and then I got voted down anyway, so... No, I think what it was is it seems like it was rigged against them. Oh. It oh, maybe like I misread was, that article. To me... I didn't... Or I, I didn't read the article. Maybe I misread the, the headlines or whatever. I might have misread misread it too but that also might be why um well because there was a weird like push why are they so against this team who cares about where this arena is going because it was on like an old mall or something no they they were it was like an old dump yeah oh that's right it was was a a dump. dump it was an old dump so like who cares about the old dump just put an arena there it's way better um because then they because they had plans to like set up an entire like shopping district around it too hi ruthie so, that and it was weird that they didn't campaign against this. Yeah, like the Coyotes didn't ca- do a campaign. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, they might have known something was up, and they somebody took, and they took the legal route somebody against in, it. Somebody in Tempe doesn't want a hockey team there for some reason. I mean, a bunch of NIMBYs, so not in my backyard. Uh, people like, oh God, yeah, the most annoying people. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I could, yeah. We'll see. So uh, Their, uh, their me, owner is dedicated to keeping the team in Arizona. He so, wants it there. So to me, it seemed that 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 whole thing was someone messed up and used public funds to prevent the stadium deal from happening. Oopsie. Oopsie poopsie. Right. Um, oh, the mall thing, that, that reminded me. They were trying to buy an old mall, yes. or the owner was trying to buy an old mall to put the arena right. there. That way, no, that didn't have to go through a vote. That's because that would just be his land. Exactly. You know what would be really cool? Because I've seen it floated about, right. is if they put the arena... Reservation land? If they made a deal with, yes, with yeah. the, the native uh, the native tribes to have the arena on reservation land, that would be so cool. Yeah. If, if they were okay with it. If the native right. if the native people were all right with it. The Arizona Skinwalkers? They could still be the Coyotes, I but... I know, but... Skinwalkers. They could like well, they could have all sorts of you know they could have like a native museum in there or yeah. something like that because you know arenas do that sometimes. It'll be such a cool deal. Skinwalkers like to disguise themselves as coyotes. That's true. Yeah, it is That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, let's talk about a new uh, team that has gone through a rebrand: the Chicago Connor Bedards. Yes. One and two this week, and ladies and gentlemen, if you have watched any Chicago games, the fact that oh they my won god. One. They, that's not even what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. They will not stop talking about Connor Bedard. He, here's the thing. They've he, played two national games this week, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it made sense for the first game because it was debut. It was against Pittsburgh, um, you know, against Sidney Crosby. Hey, their next game's against Toronto. Oh, my God. Matthews, I'm already over it. I'm already over Matt, Connor Bedard. Matthews versus Bedard. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Look, he is the next best thing since mcdavid theoretically uh he had a pretty good week i will say hey, he he's had got three, a point I per think, game yeah i think he had three points this week but um so like i already mentioned they beat pittsburgh in the first game four to two bedard had an assist in that game uh dickinson felino and perry each had two points but who won this game for chicago was peter morazic yep 39 of 41 in this game he he stonewalled the Penguins. Oh. He did give up two goals, but he he stopped them at every turn otherwise. Jumping back to Montreal, sure. there's a clip where Arbor Jacki just bullies Corey Perry. That's really funny. Oh, my God. That's pretty Amazing. funny, yeah. Um, that's really it. Chicago came back from being down 2-0 in that game. Yep. Mrazek played wonderful. 
Uh, Connor Bedard looked good. Yep. He looked fine. He had a point. Um, the old heads on Chicago scored a like Dickinson, I believe Dickinson and Felino each scored in this game. Dickinson definitely scored. But um yeah, like I said, an annoying game for a Pittsburgh fan. Lost to Boston, as Clay already mentioned, three to one, outshot thirty-three to twenty-one in that game. Bedard had his first goal yep. of his career. Soderblom was thirty of thirty-two, not bad. Mm-hmm. Um and then they lost to Montreal three to two, oh for seven on the power play, as Clay already basically mentioned. Yep. Uh, Tyler Johnson scored both goals. Yep. Um, Bedard did have an assist in this game. Who and weirdly enough, Montreal booed Bedard, I guess, because they didn't win the draft lottery like it was his fault. They um, maybe Montreal fans are kind of weird, though. Maybe because he, he's from Vancouver? Uh, that wouldn't make really make sense either. I don't know. They don't boo, like, Crosby or... Uh, who's other like Stamkos or somebody like that? I don't know why they got. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, if they're mad that they didn't win the lottery to get him, that's not really Connor Bedard's fault. So also, that's kind of dumb that they're booing that. Be worse. They were pretty bad. <laughs> they were pretty bad last year. Um. So yeah, uh, I've already seen people say online that they're already super over <laughs> the whole Connor Bedard coverage. I mean, so, uh, like in one of the games, I didn't watch. I think it was the Montreal game, but Tyler Johnson scored, and yeah. they showed Connor Bedard on the bench. Yep. And it's just like, what? He's not even on the ice right now. Like, what do you do? It's it's like the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing in the NHL yeah. or in the NFL, kinda, kinda. No, I mean the hype. He's just this new big thing. I hope they calm down for the for his sake. I hope they calm down. The hype for McDavid was just as high. Oh, I know. And Crosby before that, yeah. same thing. I, I understand, and I know people got annoyed with that as well. And I'm I'm not trying to throw shade here, but it's just like, you you know, there's other players on this team. There's other players on the other teams that you could be talking about. We don't have to. Every other sentence doesn't have to be about Connor Bedard right. or McDavid or Crosby or whoever. For Chicago, no, there's not. Well, I, okay, fair enough. For Chicago, but no, there's look, not. Look, if it was, if it's the, if it's the local feed for Chicago, actually, fine. There's actually there's one kid in Chicago right now as well. Uh, um, Reichel. Yes, is the other one. He's their second line center. He's I looking think, really good. I think he's yeah, he's looking very. He good. had a pretty good year last year. Um. But, you know, other than that, like, who are they going to talk about? Taylor Hall? Like, who cares? Who's injured? You know, yeah, who's in? Well, kind of. Um, but, honestly, the stars of the week for Chicago were their goalies. Mm-hmm. Um, they only won one game, but 229 goals against, 937 save percentage between the two of them. Yep. It's pretty good. Soderblom and Mrazek. Let's move on to Colorado. 2-0 and oh this week. Beating L.A. 5-2. Rotten in two goals, two assists. McKinnon, a goal and two assists. Makar a goal and an assist in that game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they followed that up with a very close shootout victory over San Jose 2-1. Uh, where they outshot San Jose 52-21. to So, um, <laughs> let's just talk about this game now. I'll get this out of the way when I talk uh-huh. about San Jose. Uh, this was the San Jose uh, Mackenzie Blackwoods. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, where Mackenzie Blackwood stopped 51 of 52 shots. It took... 50 shots for them to score. Yeah. They scored on the 50th shot. Makar, by the way, had that goal. Yes. Um, dude still on his head. Like, other than that... <laughs> they, they were barely there. They were, they were 
they weren't there at all. It was but, five pylons and Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah, it, the pylons moved enough so that it wasn't like layups. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Rotnan scored the only shootout goal between yep. either team. Um, so they outlasted San Jose in the end, but like pretty, pretty like. If Mackenzie Blackwood keeps playing like that, they're going to trade him for something. Oh, my God, I would. Uh, Georgiev is Colorado's top player. 145 goals against 947 save percentage. Yeah. Can't ask for much better than that. Can't ask for much more. Dallas played one game this week. They were 1-0, beat St. Louis 2-1 in a shootout. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jamie Benn had their one goal. That's great. Their one regulation goal. Robertson and Duchesne, yes, Duchesne is on Dallas. I had to remind myself of that when I was watching parts of this game. Uh, had the shootout goals for Dallas. Gotcha. Minnesota up next, uh, one and one. They shut out Florida as Clay already mentioned, two to nothing. Uh, Joel Erickson Eck had a goal and an assist in this game. They outshot Florida forty-one, or I'm sorry, they got outshot by Florida forty-one to twenty-one. Yes, they did. As Clay already mentioned, and Gustafson forty-one save shutout. Ooh. And then they got smacked by Toronto 7-4. to Yeah, I mean... They were 1-3 for three on the penalty kill, and there's not much else to say about Minnesota in that game. Uh, Gustafson can't do that every time. No, he can't make 41 <laughs> saves every single time. Uh, and before anybody says anything, neither can Flurry. No. Because so, Flurry is like going to be 40, I think, later this right. year. Right. So. The, the fact that his hips... He's going to retire after this year. The fact that his hips still don't lie. Biggest hands out of anybody I've ever met. Marc-Andre Flurry. I shook his hand one time. It dwarfed my hands. <laughs> and I have, like, I have, like, normal-sized men's hands. Big, meaty claws. Yeah, I have big, meaty claws. And Marc-Andre, his fingers were just so long. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Shout out to Marc-Andre Fleur. Come on our show. You listen, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, they don't have a top player because it was kind of yeah, whatever yeah. week. Uh, Nashville 1 and 2 this week. Losing to Tampa Bay, as Clay already mentioned, 5-3. to three. They were 3-5 on the penalty kill. O'Reilly, no. goal and an assist. No shame there. Forsberg, two assists. Nah, Tampa Bay's a pretty good team. Despite their first week record, they should still be a pretty good They're team. They're a good offensive team. Nashville followed that up by shutting out Seattle, 3 to nothing. Yeah. Soros, 23 saves in the shutout. And then they finished off their week by losing to Boston. Very close game. Uh, Sissons had both goals for Nashville in this yep. game, and Saros was 28-31. Not bad. No. Uh, Saros is their top player, since I already mentioned him twice. Uh, 241 goals against, 920 save percentage, and one shutout. He played all three games. Well, here's the thing about Nashville. They always have a good goalie. It's, <laughs> dude, they're going to ride and die with Saros this year. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, if he doesn't have a good game, they're going to lose. That's kind of the long and short of it. Who's their backup? Mm. Uh, Lankinen? Because it's weird because they have two Finnish goaltenders. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll be like when um, Rene retired and Saras was the backup for so long that Lankinen uh, becomes a god. I don't know. Uh, Lankinen was, has been on a few teams already. So. Yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah. Uh, he was on Chicago, not last year, but the year before, I think. He's been around a little bit. Yeah. Um, with Sara, well, in Nashville tradition, I believe it was Vokun first. Yes. And then he left, and then Rene took his place, or it was Rene Vokun at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, Rene finally retired a year or two ago. And Saros was there for the last few years of yes. Rene. And then he took over for Rene. And now it's Rene Lankanen. But but uh, Saros is, is 26, no, yeah, no. I think, tops. He's got He's got many years of, of, of good play in front of him on Nashville or on somebody else. Hmm. Uh, depending on how their season goes, uh, they could get a king's ransom for UC Soros. I'm just saying they could, but they're never giving him. Up. I don't think they're gonna. I I I would be surprised. It's in their history to have a good goalie. I think he's signed for several more years too, so I would be very surprised uh, if that happened. Uh, moving on to St. Louis, one zero and one this week. They lost to Dallas in a shootout, like I already mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tyler Tucker scored their only goal. Who? I don't know who that is either. He's All a right, defenseman. Cool. Uh, maybe rookie defenseman. Um, and then they beat Seattle in a shootout 2-1. to one. So, if you're keeping count here, St. Louis is going to play in 82 shootouts this year, all 2-1, to one, yep. and they're going to be exactly 500. They're so going to be 41-0-41. So that means they can't score, and that's scary. And that means they'll have 123 points <laughs> on the season. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Seattle game, they were 0 for 1 on the penalty kill. Uh, Jordan Cairo scored their only goal, and Robert Thomas scored the only shorthanded goal between the two teams. Jordan Bennington had a good week. Yes, he did. Um, he played both games. Oh, 9 2 goals against. 969 save percentage. He'll have a good month of October and then a bad and then month. Fall off a cliff and then like try to fight somebody or something and do something dumb. It, it's month to month for him. It's really week to week, but uh, yeah, uh, I was uh, giving him more of a benefit well, of the doubt. He's usually he usually quietly plays well for the first couple of months of the season, and then I don't know he just loses his mind at a certain point. He he's just streaky. It's what it is. He's just streaky as a and goalie, he, and in he general. has anger problems, and he's kind of a butthole. So I mean, all goalies are crazy. That's true. All goalies are crazy. That's that is very true. It's just how. He has anger problems, crazy. Oh yeah, that's that's Ronnie Hextall problems right there. Back when he played, yep. Uh, because he, I remember distinctly seeing a highlight of Ron Hextall chasing a Penguins player around the rink with his stick mm-hmm. after that guy scored on him. So he doesn't have a job anymore. That's funny. Uh, Winnipeg, we're finishing off with the Central one and one this week, losing to Calgary in their first game of the season, five to three. Yep, got outshot. By Cal- or no, I'm sorry, outshot Calgary, yes, thirty-seven to twenty-two. I follow Shifley and Connor scored the goals there. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe a turning of the tides for Calgary. There they got outshot and they won. Whoa! Not like last year where they got where they outshot everybody by like ten, I don't know, thirty times and didn't win any of those games. It was like twenty some, but still, it was st- it was too many it times. Was too ma- yeah, it, was, it, it was way too many times. It was a record amount of times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg followed that up by beating Florida in that track meet of a game, six to four. Yep. Two for six on the power play, six for seven on the penalty kill in that game. Connor two goals and an assist. Shifley and Appleton a goal and an assist each. Yep. Connor three goals and an assist. Top player this week. That. Not surprising. Winnipeg looks good. Winnipeg looks like they could make the playoffs again. It does. If, yeah, I mean, if they, Hellebuck actually plays well, yeah, uh, because he didn't against Calgary. He didn't really play that well against Florida either. Exactly. So if he starts playing well, that's playoff team. Winnipeg for could the Central. be right back in it because they got Iafalo, mm-hmm. who already scored for them. Um, and they Girardi. had Gabe Velarde. Yeah, Velarde. Velarde. 
Um, I, I mixed their his first and oh yeah I got I got gotcha, you yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so I you know yeah. Winnipeg, they could be right there. All right, Tell we're me about talk the Pacific. About the Pacific, we're gonna talk about Anaheim first. Anaheim one and one. Hell yeah, let's we go Anaheim. Already talked about the Carolina win. That was their second game. Uh, they beat. Bleh, they lost to Vegas to start their season at Vegas. I mean, uh, Stanley Cup champion Vegas. Stanley I mean, Cup champion. No, no Vegas. shame in losing to Vegas. Uh, four for six on their penalty kill there. That's not great. No. Uh, and then beating Carolina. Uh, Dostal in net for that game. Yes. Um, and then also four for six on that penalty kill. But consistent. Frank Vitrano. Consistent. Frankie Vitrano, baby. Scored a hat trick in that Carolina yes, game. I'm so happy he's on Anaheim and not uh, the Rangers anymore. Yeah. Because um, he murdered the Penguins for some <laughs> reason while he was on the Rangers. 0 for 8 on their power play. In that, just that second game? Or just overall? Overall. Oh, okay. And then 8 for 12 on their penalty kill. <laughs> Neither one of those are good. No. Um, in the Carolina game, Bert- But on the flip side... A lot of five-on-five goals. A lot of five-on-five goals. Uh, Bert might have mentioned this, but might have. it is their 30th anniversary. Oh, I did not mention this. Yes, 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 it is. So it is their 30th anniversary throwbacks. Oh, they're so beautiful. They brought back the eggplant and the They field. should just make them their jerseys. They played that against uh, Carolina. And it was the duck mask from the movies. And it from their so origins. Good. It looked so Green good. and purple. Oh, uh, my God. And they won. God. And they won. It's so... This league needs more purple. We've said this before. And if the Ducks are the ones to bring it in, that's fine with me. Purple and teal, baby. Purple and teal, Egg, baby. Bring it back. Eggplant and teal. It's uh, so much better. Like, I, it's already good luck. They already won. Yeah. I, what are the, what's their other color scheme? Black and orange, yes. right? Black. Mostly black and then orange trim. No, it's orange and black trim because they are from Orange County. Yeah, I was um, going to say, that's why they picked orange. I get it, but the the purple and teal looked so good on the ice. Oh, it looks so good. Like I said, I watched the highlights yummy. this morning, and I saw those jerseys. I was like, oh, yes. Um. Also, what I would, this is what I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode. Based on last year. If you want a first three pick in the draft, mm-hmm. Dallas Eakins is your coach. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. But he gets fired, and they're immediately already better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, I mean, what's the score of that Vegas game? Four to one. It was four to one. It's not that bad. I'm going to jump ahead. Vegas beat every game. Vegas played three games this week. Mm-hmm. All three they were four. Did. They played three, and all of them were four to one. Oh. I didn't even realize they played three games. They this played week. three games, all against specific opponents. Oh, that that would make sense why? Because yeah. I would have gone to sleep before those games started or not. So a four to one loss. Two other teams did that as well. So that's fair. Yeah. Then they beat Carolina, who's another like sexy pick to win the Stanley Cup this yes, year. Yes, so. they are. All right. Moving on. Keep the eggplants. Moving on. Let's go let's go ducks. Calgary. Calgary. One and one. Oh, I mentioned both these games. Bert talked about yeah. both of these games. Five three win over Winnipeg. Uh Markstrom had a good game. 
He did. He did. Different than last year. Uh, 1-3 on the power play. 5-4 for four on the penalty kill with that shorthanded goal. Mangiapane had two goals and assists. Bread in Eater. Bread Eater had that uh, two goals and assists in the Winnipeg win. Against Pittsburgh, they lost 2-5. to five. Uh, Again, Bird said this. 1-3 for three on the power play. 3-3 three for three on the penalty kill. Their penalty kill was 2-for-6. And the, ah, their power play was 2-for-6. And their penalty kill was 7-for-7. Seven seven. Mangiapane is their top player with two goals and two assists on those two games. I, I will say uh, for the Pittsburgh game, I believe Markstrom played that game too. He did. He also he played pretty well. He played Until well. the third period when, exactly. it, when it all Calgary just fell apart for, or the Penguins just forced them to fall apart, one of we, the two. When it all went to crap, Markstrom played well until then. He uh, played well the first two periods, and then the Penguins just took over. So. I know you're excited to talk about this. Edmonton. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Edmonton and Vancouver. We're going to talk about both of these teams uh, right now. Because it's both of their ga- both That's teams' it. games. Yeah. Edmonton is over two. They played against Vancouver. Vancouver. Both games were against Vancouver. Vancouver twice. That means Vancouver's two and zero. Oh. <laughs> Vancouver's two and zero. Oh. oh, what was that first game score? One to eight. Yeah. One day. That was um. I did. I saw nothing of this game, but I just woke up because I usually wake up and check the late game scores, and I saw that it was eight to one. Eight to one. And I was like, "What?" I te- I texted you. I think almost immediately. Yes, you did. I was like, "What happened with Edmonton last night? They lit up eight goals and I w- scored one." I was wa- kind of against Vancouver. This. I was watching this game kind of. Um, Brock Besser yeah. had a natural hat trick. Ooh. That's two natural hat-tricks this week. A natural hat-trick. Those hat are trick. the rarest. Uh, one goal in the first period, and then two goals in the second, and then finished with four goals oh, on the right. game. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver was three for six on their power play. Damn. And then uh, Edmonton was one for four on their power play. So their only goal was power play was goal. was a power play goal. Um, eight to one. Eight to one. Ooh. Thatcher Demko. Oh yeah. Thatcher yeah. Demko was a wall. Twenty-one for twenty-two. <laughs> Until they pulled him. Uh, they pulled him with eleven. Twelve minutes left in the game. My he, man was playing through the flu because he was doing a flu game, and then he got pulled after. Call him. Call him Thatcher Jordan. Thatcher Jordan. And they pulled, he got pulled because he threw up in his mask. Yeah. And then the coach was like, you're out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I question the um, decision by everyone involved to let him play with the flu. So the the vomiting is due to dehydration, which is... Uh, yeah, but like still. Which is what happens to goalies because they're just... Sure. They're, they're sweating. They're wearing armor. They're wearing, yeah. they're wearing armor. They sweat. They can lose up to like five to ten pounds I guess a I, game. I gotta start wearing that just every day. Just walk around with goalie gear on at it's work. Why, it's why people want run in sweats. Oh, uh, that makes sense. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so oh, sweatpants would be soaked though. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. That's what their goalie yeah. pads are. But that's not like real weight though. That's water weight. Yeah. Yeah. And he was so dehydrated, he vomited in his helmet. And then Casey DeSmith went 5 for 5. Um, Casey DeSmith cleaned it up. So, for Edmonton, both goalies, Campbell and Skinner, went 12 for 16. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a game... That goaltending might be a bigger problem than uh, we anticipated. This is a game where Edmonton just didn't show up. Yeah, first this, game of the season this, just didn't show up. Ed, Edmonton was still in preseason. Yeah. Vancouver was... Ready. Ready for the season yeah, ready, to start. Ready to kill. And that's just what happened. Ready to prove everyone, including us, wrong. Game two mm-hmm. was not the case. Still won, though. Game two, Edmonton got goalied. Oh, yeah. And you're right. It seems like Edmonton's goalies are going to be a problem. Yeah. Because Skinner was again... Who started the first game? Campbell started the Campbell first game. Campbell started the first game. I know, obviously, both of them played. But. Skinner started the second game. He also went 12 for 16. Ooh. So two games in, Ooh. he has a 7.50 save percentage. He has the same... Yeah, he has the same line both yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so Edmonton outshot Vancouver in the second game 40 to 16. 40 to 16? Yes. And they lost 4 to 3, right? Yes. Was that the score? <sighs> yeah, you can't. That's on the goalie Casey, at that point. Casey DeSmith stood on his head in Good the second him. game. Um and yeah, goalied uh My man got traded twice in the same offseason and took it personally. Took it personally. Yeah. Edmonton played Edmonton outplayed Vancouver in this game. And Casey DeSmith was like, just kidding. Yep. I'm going to win this game. I'm going to win this game right here. Uh, Edmonton was two for seven on their power play in the second game. That's uh, three out of four goals in the first two games on the power play. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. But also, they're letting in they're letting in penalty kills. Two for three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's bad too. in the second game, they do have a top player or an outstanding player. Ryan Nugent Hopkins had a goal and two assists, so he was a part of all 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 goals. Power play is three for eleven. That's solid. That's that's average for them. That's that's that's, fine. It's below average for them. But the penalty kill was five for nine. Exactly. It's not what you want, Um, especially against Vancouver. Like, like no offense to Vancouver or their fans, but like. They're not a very good team. There's no offense to the fans. Offense to the organization. Offense to the general manager and owner of Uh, Vancouver. You're bad at putting teams together. Again, there's no reason to panic if you're Edmonton. No, I'm sure Edmonton Because you only played Vancouver. It's only two games. I'm sure there's 80 more games to play. It's a division rivalry. But that should be kind of a wake-up call the first week of the season where you drop two... I understand it's a division rivalry, but, like, it's Vancouver. <laughs> it's Vancouver, girl. Like, uh, especially that 8-1 to one game. That's like a... No, to, to me, the 3-4 to four game is more of more That's alarming. more of an indicator. It's more alarming. That they got stonewalled by a backup. Yeah, they got stonewalled by a backup. Now, Casey DeSmith's a fine goalie, but... But you're starting letting yeah. four goals on 16 shots. That's really troublesome. That's yeah. that's the worst. And he did that in back-to-back games, and the other goalie did that in the first game too. Mm-hmm. So, whoa, whoa! Uh-oh. I know Skinner played pretty well for them last year, but like maybe it's it's only two games. It's let's not games. let's not make any generalizations. But thank goodness for LA that it's only two games as well, because based on their first two games, if 
<laughs> if the playoffs started now. For their first two games, I'd be a little nervous. Yeah. Yes, they played Colorado and Carolina, two playoff teams. Right, right. But the Kings want to be a playoff team. They got they got handled by Colorado. And letting in, in five game. goals in both games is not how you end up in the playoffs. Well, when we did our predictions, that was one of the things we said about LA is like that goaltending tandem, that's not uh-uh. um that's not gonna work. So Bert said both of these games, Colorado and Carolina. Two to five lost to Colorado. Yep. Cam Talbot started. So he was he is their starter. Um, UC Saros to LA. <laughs> uh, 32 for 36. Oh, look, if talking heads can just start rumors, I'm just going to... We can just start why rumors. Not? Why not? Quinton Byfield did get a goal. Hey, that's good to see. That's good yeah, to see. Yeah, that's good to see. Um, I then, like him. Then the Carolina game. 5-6 shootout loss. Yeah. Copley only saw 19 shots. That's even worse. How many... Can, do you know how many um, shots uh, it was a Anderson lot. saw? Um, I think it was 30, but let me look. 30 to 19? Yeah, it was 30 to 19. Yeah. That's not good. No. Well, I again, we can give Copley a little bit of... Um... Some of it could be on defense. Yes, that's what I, I'm yes. sorry. That's I'm on my third beer, so... Something uh, can clearly be on Stuff's defense. not going to my mouth as fast from my brain. Just beer is. Just beer is. Um, uh, benefit of the doubt was what I was going yeah. to say. Uh, the defense, I'm sure, was not helping Copley, but but they, it, but it's only 19 shots. It's only 19 shots. I don't, maybe two some of them... for seven on the power play. That's pretty good. Gave up two shorthanded goals. That's really bad. Yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that's really bad. Um, so I, I guess I would say that's not fully on Copley then, because no, if I had to guess, those shorthanded goals were breakaways or two-on-ones or mm-hmm. something like that, and that's really hard for a goalie to stop. Yeah, anybody. Uh, yeah, anyone. That's hard for Vasilevsky to stop, you know. Andre Kopitar had two goals in this game. Kopitar is, Old their, man top, Kopitar is their top player with two goals and assists. Old man Kopitar. Old man. Signed a, what, two-year extension earlier? Why do I feel like it's longer? I don't think it was. It was only a few years. Maybe two, three, maybe four. Two to four. Who knows? We'll figure it out. You guys can look it up. (laughs) Go go and listen to the episode again and find out. (laughs) San Jose. (laughs) Are they going to win a game this year? Yeah. They was close against Colorado, I guess. I I can't take that away. But like I said, but I think I said earlier, I don't know if they win 20. I think every did everybody win twenty last year? Yes. Yeah, and then they traded by far their best player. I don't like know. by a country mile their best player. And they had sixteen overtime losses last year. Did they really? San Jose? Yes. Wow. Yeah, beat maybe o- not. Be only by maybe Calgary. Maybe seventeen. Not. Maybe that number one pick goes to San Jose this year. It's a it's a lottery, so who it's knows? It's unfortunately not Connor Bedard, but uh, um, they might have the best shot at it. Oh, one and one. I mean, yeah, we're shitting on them, but they went oh one and one, and they're the it's worst. Not the worst. They are the worst team in the league. They're gonna be. They are the worst team. Yeah, in the league. yeah. I mean, at I, the end of the day, they're gonna be the worst. I team in the le- league. I legitimately don't know if they win twenty games. <sighs> we'll have to see because I bet overtime losses. 
and overtimes are aside. But, I, b- I bet they steal a game here and there where you wouldn't think they were going to win that game. Of course, but like, that gets you two goals. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I could definitely see the Penguins losing to San Jose. Agreed. Uh, in a game that's just going to piss off the entire fan base. But like, I could see them beating maybe a Chicago or an Anaheim here or there. But that's not twenty. I yeah. I struggle to think that they could win twenty games. I don't think. I don't think they win twenty. I think they'll probably get swept by like Vegas and Edmonton and L.A. Well, we'll talk about this because they started by losing to Vegas. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, one to four. Uh, Kakanen in net there, uh, perfect, and then they lost to Chicago in uh, Colorado in a shootout like we talked yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, Blackwood fifty-one fifty-two, nine eight one. That's really good. That's yeah, he was the only he was reason they got to a shutout. All right, but shootout. their penalty kill was six for six. But really, that's all I got to say about San Jose. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood was phenomenal. He's the reason they He's have the only him. one. He's he was the, the only player that showed up. He is the reason they have a point. So they t- score, they're they averaging one goal per game so mm-hmm. far. <laughs> yeah. Seattle is also averaging actually less than a goal per game. Yeah, um, bummer. Th- this Seattle. Is bummer of a first week for not Seattle. Not good for Seattle. Uh, oh, two and one. A one to four loss to Vegas. Yeah. No shame in that one. No shame in that one. They did have a five-minute major. That they went zero for four. Yeah. You can score as many goals as you want on a five-minute major. Um, that, I, always, like, that always blows my mind that you have a five-minute penalty or power play. You don't score at least one on that. Here's the thing. I think that's why Brett Howden got suspended is because he made us have he made us watch <laughs> Seattle's us power watch play. Seattle's power play for, for five, five minutes, minutes straight. It was so bad. Ugh. Their penalty kill is so much better than last year so far. 11 for 11. Power play, garb garb. 0 for 3. Uh, 0-3 loss in Nashville. Grubauer in net there. That's a little shameful. Nashville's not very good. So. Grubauer did great. Um, 32 for 34, 9-4-1. Yeah. That's a good... Uh, unfortunately, they gave up a shorthanded goal. Um, so... And then the one to two shootout loss against St. Louis. Right. So scoring's a problem for Nash or Seattle so far, so and far, that's yeah. weird because they were the best five on five team last year. Well, hopefully they, they can figure it out. I mean, again, like we've said, it's the first week of the year. Um, but Dackard was in net against St. Louis, and he went twenty four for twenty five. Like he played pretty well. So the goalies great. haven't been terrible goalies so far, and defense. at least the second two games anyway. Have been fine. It's yeah. just they just haven't scored just, barely at all. You need to score. Swartz scored a goal, and I don't know who scored a goal for against Vegas. Yeah, um, I mean McCann is kind of a streaky scorer. I know he had forty last year, but he's like he's he pretty streaky, hot and cold yeah. sometimes. And you know Eberly can be the same way. Yep. Uh, Matty Beneers, he's in his second year. He didn't even really score that much. No, last he didn't. Year. He has a lot of assists for him. Yeah. Come on, Seattle. Get better. Be better. Vancouver. We talked about the we, game we talked specifically, about them, yeah. but four for nine on their power play. Woo! Eight for 11 on the penalty kill. Not as good. No. <laughs> uh, Elias Pedersen had a goal and five assists. 
And then Brock Besser had four goals and an assist in those two games. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Rounding off with Vegas. Vegas. 3-0. 3-0. What a start for this, the cup champs. But they played Seattle, San Jose, and Anaheim. I get it, but like it doesn't matter. No. Because you're the f- expecting a, the a, first a game, Stanley Cup hangover a little bit. The first game was a statement. Against Vanc- or against Seattle. Yeah, they were like, That's, we're not hungover. We're back. <laughs> exactly. Um, Aiden Hill, 32 for 33, 9-7-0. Um, against San Jose, Thompson was in net, 22 for 23, which is a 9-5-7. And then Aiden Hill did that exact same scoreline against Anaheim. So Aiden Hill's starting the season with a uh, 9-6-5 save percentage. Good for him. Um, in that, two games. That'll shut any critics up. Yes, it will. Yeah. Uh, at least for now, anyway. Is it Kale Haig? Huh? Kale Haig? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, against San Jose, he had a goal and assist. And then Chandler Stevenson had a goal and two assists against Anaheim. They were 2 for 11 on the power play, 9 for 9 on the penalty kill. So they are right where they left off. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Stevenson is their top player with two goals and three assists. Looking like the champs. As their second-line center. Looking like the champs to begin the year. So uh, good on them for not having a cup hangover to start the year. Nope. No hangover there. 3-0. Can't ask for a better start. Let's talk about injuries. Let's talk about injuries. Do you have any injuries? I do. Um, So Pavel Francou of Colorado. uh, This didn't happen necessarily in any of the games but i think it happened in the preseason it did he's on ltir uh for a leg injury and they do not have a timetable for his return i don't know what that injury is but francu unfortunately has been kind of plagued by injuries his entire career and uh he's out indefinitely so that's gonna be an issue for Colorado because he's usually their backup with georgiev so i don't even know who their backup is right now we'll find out we will find out. Um, Zach Wierenski for Columbus is headed to the IR with a quad injury that happened, uh, I think, in the second or maybe the first game. I don't remember. Uh, in one of the first two games yep. for Columbus. Uh, but he's only supposed to be out for a couple of weeks. Who? Wierenski. Yes, it was the knee-on-knee by Hathaway. Oh, that's right. It was, yeah. Who Hathaway got fined for that. Yes, he did. Um yeah, but thankfully it's only supposed to be a couple of weeks. Right, but that it's still a guy who missed 70 games last year. That's true. That's true. Um, on a positive note, injury-wise, uh, Matthew Olivier for Columbus, again, got activated from my IR for Fantastic. a leg injury. Fantastic. So that's nice. Taylor Hall, who we mentioned before, um, initially it was said he was going to be out week to week with a shoulder injury that I believe happened against Boston. Mm-hmm. But... He is supposed to return tonight, Monday night. Oh, I didn't realize that. For Chicago, yes. That was announced uh, earlier today. And and I mentioned before, Ryan Lindgren, uh, day-to-day injury with an upper body injury that happened, I guess, in practice before the Columbus game. It did not happen Uh, in a game. Gotcha. So that's all my injuries. What do you got? I got a lot of injuries. We'll start with the Atlantic. Uh, Fabry missed the Tampa Bay game with an undisclosed injury, so Mm. we'll see where 
how he is going Every forward. time they say undisclosed injury, I assume that they hit their nuts or something like that. Or something really stupid that they don't want to like say. Like they dropped their stick and accidentally speared themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, every time they're like, undisclosed injury, it's like, oh, they did something dumb. It's a dumb injury. <laughs> Matt Luff is on the IR with an undisclosed injury. This is... Ooh, ooh. big time nut. Big time big nut time shot. Big time nut shot. Uh, that's for Detroit. For Montreal, Kirby Doc is out indefinitely with a lower that. body. They don't know the full extent. It, I believe it's a knee. Um, it worries me that they don't know the full extent. I think they got. Because I saw that reported earlier today or yeah, yesterday or something. I think they got to let some swelling get go down. Yeah, I feel um, that. Oh, so, nut, nut, nut injury. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, this testicular torsion. This looked like the year he was going to break out again. Like, do a breakout. Yeah. Um, hopefully he returns. Hopefully it's not as serious as hopefully they're, it's they're not. thinking. But uh, but it's not a Montreal season without some... Without... <laughs> without wild injuries. Wild, to the year, serious yeah. injuries. Uh, for Ottawa, uh, Josh Norris is expected back this week. Oh, that's good. Yes, he's expected good. back with a shoulder injury this week. Um, and then Tyler Mott for Tampa Bay is on the IR with an upper body injury. Mm. That's the Atlantic. For the Pacific. Oh, I, I thought that was going to be it. Nope. <laughs> That's a bummer. Some unfortunate injury news. So uh, for the Pacific, it's a lot more, week, yeah. unfortunately. Um, <laughs> slam. Slam. For Anaheim, Leo Carlson is on the IR with a oh, lower body. I didn't realize they put him on the IR. They put him on the IR. A lot of these... Injuries we kind of knew about in the... He could be back this week, though, because I think just normal IR, you have to miss a week. Right, yes. And then you can be back. So he it's might not, be back It's not LTR, though. it's just yeah. IR. Yeah. Um, a lot of these injuries were kind of announced or might have happened before the season started official, yeah. like preseason yeah, 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 yeah. and practice and stuff like uh, that. So like uh, like Franzu's or... Like Carlson's. Yeah, like Car- Carlson's. Carlson's happened at the tail end of training camp, yes. I think, yeah. Uh, but they only officially got put on the tenth or the ninth or the tenth of October. Yeah. Um, well, there's this weird thing in the NHL that you can't put anybody on LTIR until the first day of the season. Right. Um, not that Carlson is on LTIR, but, but like uh, for like cap reasons, Weber. yeah, for Seabrook, Weber, Price. Guy, Price, guys of that ilk, you can't put that contract on LTIR until the first yeah. day of the season. Uh, and then Brock McGinn is also on the IR for Anaheim with an undisclosed injury. Ooh. It's one of those where they, you know, yes, for the undisclosed, probably nuts, but... <laughs> That's what we assume here on the P- Buzz Pucks podcast. If it's an undisclosed injury, it's a nut injury. But it's one of those things where they just don't want... It, it, they're not expected to be out that long, and they don't want other teams to target, teams to target it. Target. Well, that's why they say upper body, lower body, right. too. Which is so weird. It's I, I understand why they do it. But I, I did see a talking head at some point say, because the NHL is in the sports betting thing now, they wondered if they would be more specific about injuries going forward, well, but not about, so far. Think so. about the NFL. They got less specific. I guess that's true. They did, the NFL used to do questionable, probable, doubtful. Yeah. And now it's just que- a questionable or out. Yeah, yeah. Um, True. Really True. annoying. Thanks, sports betting. Uh, for the Kings, Victor Arvidsson. Bummer. Lower body. Bummer. LTIR. Yeah. It's not lower body, it's back. 
and he might need back surgery. Ooh. His year is probably done. God, that sucks. One that or two sucks. games in. That's it. Dude, back injuries are hurt or bad. Um, for That's what fucked up Lemieux's career for a while, too. I mean, he had yeah. non-Hopkins lymphoma, too. Hopkins. but not. I'm sorry, you're right. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, but he also had, like, crazy yeah. back injuries, too. Right. Um, for San Jose, Mikel Granlin is on the IR with a lower body injury. That poor guy. Uh, for Seattle, Brandon Tanev is an undisclosed injury. We did talk about like that headshot. Yeah. Um, he played... I imagine it's probably a concussion or something he, in that area. He played against Nashville, but he missed the San Jose or yeah. St. Louis game. Yeah. Um, for Vancouver, Teddy Bluger is week-to-week with a leg injury. Teddy Bluger. Um... Brisbois is out indefinitely with an upper body. Oh, there's someone else for Vancouver. I can't remember. Frick. Uh, not super important, but... Okay. But I can pull up Cap Friendly if you want. I, I might just be talking about that next week. That's fine. Uh, well, go ahead. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and then finally for Vegas, Alec Martinez is on the IR. Or they have two guys on the IR with undisclosed injuries. Alec Martinez and Zach Whitecloud. And then Petrangelo had something happen to his face in the Anaheim game and is was out for um who was he out for? He nope. Happens in the Anaheim game and he is out for the, at least the next game. So he might be day to day for now. Oh, uh, maybe he just has like a big old bruise or something. Yeah. On maybe his he face, took a puck yeah. to the face. Yeah, and, yeah. You can't needs, see out on, of an eye or needs something. A day to reco- needs a week to recover. And right. that's all my injuries. That's it. That's all our news, all our injuries, all the games. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, just so you guys know, next week we will not have an episode because somebody is going on their honeymoon. Tropical Island. Well, that sounds great. I'm sure you guys will have fun. I will. Uh, so no episode next week. We'll, you know, we'll make up for it the week after that. We'll talk about all the games. Yep. Um, we might break that up into two. Considering how long this one went. Nah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Nah. <laughs> Three-hour episode, baby. Get ready. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. As always, you can find us wherever podcasts are found. Give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. And uh, tell your friends, tell your family if they like hockey. Give us a listen. Yes, please. Uh, if they don't like hockey, they probably won't like the show. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. But we'll see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks. At the same puck time. Same puck place. Goodbye. Bye-bye.